Welcome back to the Work Mija podcast. I am your host, Sochi Carmona, and I am back with another solo episode. But before I begin, I have a couple of items I want to talk about. First, shout out to the Rewrites for letting me use their song, Bittersweet, for my podcast intro and outro. Your girl needed some music and we needed something for free 99 so I got a little hookup there. You can check out the Rewrites. I'll link them in the show notes. You can see their Instagram page and, you know, find out what they are up to. Second, thank you everyone for all the awesome feedback on my first episode. The response has been overwhelmingly wonderful. Truly appreciate it. Appreciate it so much. I came back for another episode. Third, I am excited to be setting up interviews with some amazing mujeres and sharing more about their journey. So those episodes will be coming up hopefully very, very soon. And finally, I am super excited to announce that starting Thursday, March Fourth, the pre-order launch of the Work Miha Spring Collection will be available on workmiha.com. Link is also provided in the show notes. If not, make sure you're following us on Instagram and Facebook for that direct link. And I just can't wait. So the pre-order is available March 4th until Thursday, March 11th. You want to take advantage because the pre-order price is 20% off of what the original regular price is going to be. So pre-order is available till Thursday. We're going to get those set up. And once those launch officially on the website, ain't nobody else going to get that deal. So get your deals and your steals. Corrale. Get those and take advantage. This is my gift to you for ordering ahead of time. So you can also guarantee that your size is going to be available to you. I'm excited. We will be launching the official Work Mija logo t-shirt for all my mijas who want to rock Work Mija, my ride or dies. Also, the No Pares Mija t-shirt. And finally, our self-care means tres de asada t-shirt because we all need that. And that is just facts. Make sure you order your t-shirt now and save some coins. Now for today's episode, I wanted to talk about a little something called a burnout. I especially thought this topic would be best to talk about now as I was catching myself wanting to go into what I call overdrive, something I tend to do a lot, maybe something you also do. I want to talk about my experience most recently with burnout as I feel it really made me pause and think about how I was doing things in my personal life, work life, and in this business <laughs> that I am uh, taking on on top of everything. You know, burnout is probably something we've all experienced and maybe didn't even realize it. We were experiencing it. Everyone presents it differently and there are different levels. More so during this pandemic, we're most likely just staring it head on. And, you know, burnout is a slow burn. For me, I feel like I've always known what burnout is, but I've never really known what burnout is, if you get me. <laughs> like, I've never actually been able to identify identify clearly that uh, what I was experiencing is in fact burnout. 
to me, burnout is my enemy and the enemy of many ambitious people. I have a lot of energy. And when I want to go, we go all in balls to the wall. There's no stopping. Let's take it astrologically. I have a lot of energetic fire placements. My makeup astrologically is mostly fire signs and Gemini. There just is no chill. It's a lot of loca. Gemini sun, Aries moon, Sagittarius rising, Leo, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, where I do have earth, very grounding type of sign placements, Capricorn, Virgo. It's in places that, you know, real career, ambitions and passions, which is great to get shit done. But there are these are signs that will work and work until things get done. When I think of burnout, I think of a fire. When you have a fire, ultimately, it can only withstand so much. It feels like as your energy is being used for different tasks, it's like another gust of wind going past you. Your energy depletes after one more thing, one more thing. There's only so much fuel you can give to feed that fire only so much cafecito or even monster energy drinks you can take until that energy and productivity just makes you feel delirious. Like if you get to the point where you're putting toothpaste on your hands as moisturizer and putting moisturizer on your toothbrush because you mistake it for toothpaste and you're the multitasker that you are so much that you almost put your laptop in the fridge instead of the actual item that belongs in the fridge girl it's time to pump the brakes you are moving way too fast and that's exactly what happened to me true story for all these things <laughs> that's what's been happening to me I've been burning myself out and maybe you have too I've 100% been burning myself out for years now on several occasions, but I think I finally hit that point of an intense burnout, almost to the point of cracking. I like to say a wire finally fried. I shut down. I couldn't. I really needed to change how I was doing things. Let's go back <laughs> and... What had happened was, <laughs> well, we started a business in September 2020. So let's go over everything that was on my plate. So I'm working my day job, which has now been broken up into half of my hours doing marketing and half of my hours taking on different clients. So I worked for a dog walking company doing marketing. And, you know, with COVID, I mentioned in my last um, episode, my position was suspended. So around the summertime, Finally, the business kind of was able to uh, find me some guaranteed hours. So 20 hours I was able to market and to kind of help me get to like a more of a full time type of hourly schedule. My other hours, I would be walking dogs. So 20 hours marketing, 
And then my other hours to get to clients, I was biking anywhere from 12 to 16 miles a day, Monday through Friday, you know, from my home in between clients and doing about four to five 30 minutes a dog walk. On top of that, I am filming YouTube videos because this is a source of income that I really do need at this point to help supplement my income due to the pandemic. So in case you're curious, I do get paid when you watch my YouTube videos. It's the ads that you watch. So the longer you watch, the more I get paid. Hint, hint, comment, like, subscribe. That helps out a lot. Also, I am trying to run a business. We started a business on top of our day job, on top of the YouTube and everything that comes of that. So doing administrative tasks, marketing, growing an audience, creating social media content on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, uh, trying to find relevant hashtags, product development, packing and shipping orders, creating and managing a website and learning new things every day to grow this business. Also, <laughs> I started a freelance project that took up a basically every single Saturday in October for me, some pre-prep work, some pre-prep stuff during the evenings, um, you know, hasn't officially launched yet. So all I can say that it was a physically taxing project that took up pretty much most of my Saturdays, which kind of left me with not much energy on Sundays. So the weekends where that time is mostly used for business things and my YouTube channel were not really an option anymore. So evenings were just overloaded. Also, Let's add in trying to make time to cook, spend quality time with my partner and time for family. Now that I look back at all of this, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. No wonder I broke. <laughs> but I didn't realize that I broke. It took me quite a couple months to realize I broke when I broke and I broke before I knew I broke. <laughs> a lot was happening in October. I was mentally and physically exhausted. I, I had a peek into my burnout when I had somewhat of a heated discussion with my boss and my manager. The Aries moon came out. <laughs> um, I give all of my energy when I do things and at this point, I'm giving all of my energy to a lot of things. So to hear that what, what I'm doing is not good enough, not doing enough, not meeting unrealistic expectations, I broke. Trying to keep it all in to not say other certain things. The reaction is to burst into tears. I lost my composure it was a lot. I was overwhelmed. I was doing a lot. Still, I didn't realize that was in fact burnout talking. That was a burnout response. I thought maybe I was just over my job. I was wondering why am I stressing out about it? Like maybe that isn't what I need to be putting all my energy into. I'm not even doing full-time hours. I started emotionally detaching in order to just do my job. Little did I know, this was a sign of a burnout. Signs of burnout building up. I, however, honestly thought maybe I'm emotionally detaching because 
that's what I usually do when I'm over something or someone. I'm that like, okay, well then, bye Felicia, never again type of person. Do me dirty and we're done. (laughs) I've got a list of places that I'll never go to again um, due to these types of things. But when it comes to people, I tend to emotionally detach. But I thought I was doing what I normally do. So looking back at October, it's like, yeah, that was burnout. I should have paused. I should have halted then, but I didn't get it. In having conversations with my therapist, I also now realize I was experiencing a slow burn after that. Every week I was doing so much Monday through Friday and even Saturdays so that by Sunday I kept thinking I was I was being lazy, I was unmotivated and I couldn't figure out why. How was I losing motivation for something I was so passionate about? I was in fact unmotivated, so I thought. So I did nothing. I binge watched some Real Housewives franchise all day. And now I realize, yes, unmotivated was part of it because lack of motivation is another sign of burnout. But it was mostly a feeling of mush. I was jumping into overdrive during the week, staying up until 2 a.m. when we still have to start work at 8 a.m. So by the time I got to the weekend, I had not much to give. I had no energy left to give. I started to realize, yes, I was doing it all, but also, yes, I can feel it all. I was catching myself and trying to make steps to find balance. And well, it's easier said than done for me personally. I just have no chill. There is no chill. The hard part about running your own business or one of the hard parts about running your own business when you're the only person on the team is that you have to hold yourself accountable. And this is probably true not only when running your own business, but when you're setting out to do anything that's up to you to make sure you get there. So how do you push yourself? How hard do you push yourself? How do you get yourself to take breaks? How do you know when you need a break? If you're like me, how do you talk yourself into taking a break? I think for me, I'm glad I was going to therapy because I had someone to talk things out with and saying it out loud in a way does help you hear things and see things like, why not take a break? Well, that's a good question. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, I've got a shit ton of stuff to do, but how much can you actually get done when you're not fully there? When you're not at your best, you can perform better when you're feeling better. I now look at rest and relaxation as a way to recharge and refuel my mind and my body. I don't want to solely post things just to post things on social media. It is about quality, not quantity. Self-care is something 
I do still struggle with, more so reminding myself to make the time for it. But I do know that balance is important and something I do try to work on. I think it's also important to have a support system to help remind you to take care of yourself. I am thankful that I do have a supportive partner who I realize takes his self-care very seriously, (laughs) probably because he has experienced his own burnout. I know I'm not always good about getting myself to stop and take a minute. So having someone there to help me with that is really important. Also, keep in mind the way your partner does it is important. So my partner's knows the type of ambitious person I am. So it's never telling me to stop this passion of mine type of approach or telling me to do so because I've uh, said it in my previous episode, I do not like to be told what to do and neither does my fiance. So we never have a demanding approach. Heck, not even my dog likes to be told what to do. Nobody in this household likes to be told what to do. So that approach doesn't go well with us. We have a way of going about it that is definitely in the supportive realm and just having someone to look out for you or helping convince you that you're, you know, in fact, tired. And yes, let's chill tonight. I think that's something you should do for yourself is always very helpful. Now, like I said, balance is something I've been struggling with and trying to work on. And October was not necessarily my total pump the brakes moment, more like a mini pause, but I wasn't exactly sure what was happening. We had an outburst and of course kept going. Just keep swimming, just keep swimming. November 1st, I launched a new WorkMeHa product. I was focused on Black Friday sales, the new December launch, and then marketing hard for the holidays while working my day job trying to run a YouTube channel and trying to figure out how to plan a COVID wedding. After the holidays, I finally got a break or rather my mind was just mush (laughs) and I convinced myself to relax and recharge. However, it's not like I could do much else even if I wanted to. After the new year, January 4th, We once again jumped into overdrive, new year, new launches, new plans, goals, all the things to do, all the things to learn. I looked at my to-do list for the month of January and I felt overwhelmed. And when I looked at the clock at 4 a.m., I realized, Oh yeah, I guess I guess I am tired. I guess now would be a good time to stop. The next day after talking to my suegra about, you know, any wedding updates, I felt like I don't even fucking know anymore. I feel as though from time to time, just ever since like COVID kind of happened, my fiance and I like jokingly were like, well, how about we just cancel? We only put half the amount for the venue deposit, which in comparison to what an actual wedding would cost is kind of nothing, but it is. But you know, if you've ever paid for a wedding, depending on, you know, your venue is probably not that much money. So it's like, 
We were playing the waiting game of like, is COVID going to end soon? And now we were in January of 2021 with a wedding date in August of 2021. And we hadn't reached out to vendors, you know, so as not to dig ourselves into a bigger financial hole for a wedding that might not even happen. And finally, I was able to be like, maybe we should just cancel. I don't want to plan a COVID wedding. I don't want a wedding after all. Right now, it's not what's important to me. COVID really put a lot of things into perspective and an expensive wedding is not how I want to celebrate us. I want a house with a backyard to quarantine in since apparently this is reality until who knows when. (laughs) And it felt good to say out loud and agree on that together on that Sunday. I felt like a sigh of relief. So Monday, I went into another burst of overdrive. (laughs) Top of the to-do list cancel the damn wedding. I was go, 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 get this off my list because we've got other things to get to. We've got a other list of priorities to get. In my mind, I was like, this is always something we kind of just talked about and we just finally executed that decision. So my pace is to get it done and get it done ASAP. My pace is not everyone's normal pace, as I'm realizing, and my pace is absolutely not my fiance's pace. So while I move like 100 miles a minute, he does quite the opposite. Uh, He needs more like 1,440 minutes for what it takes me about a minute. So we kind of got into a mini argument about kind of like the pace in general and a slowdown and just something else from earlier in that morning that really wasn't a big deal but yet another thing I needed him to pick up the pace and it was another outburst of mine. In general, emotions are everywhere and looking back at it, not necessarily needing to do with the topic at hand. So that Monday night, wedding was officially canceled. I felt relieved. We're still going to celebrate, but in our own safe manner, when we see fit, no pressure or discomfort of a COVID wedding in August 2021. Tuesday morning, I was sitting at my laptop trying to do work and I couldn't help but cry. I couldn't hold back from crying. My fiance was leaving for work and now wondering why am I crying? And I really couldn't explain it. I really couldn't help it. He said to me once again, I'm worried about you. Now, this is coming from someone who doesn't normally worry about things. So when someone who doesn't normally worry about things worries about things, there's something to worry about. He said he was worried when I was up till 4 a.m. that Sunday and now worried again. And so Tuesdays, I would normally have my 9 a.m. one-on-one with my manager. And I knew I wasn't going to be able to pull it together in time. So I messaged her and I was like, 
hey, can we reschedule today's meeting to like tomorrow or Thursday? And I kind of left it at that, hoping she wouldn't ask why. <laughs> but if she did, I was just going to be honest and lay it out for her and be like, yo, I need time to cry. I'm sorry. I got to cry. And luckily she didn't ask me why, but I just knew like even if I did pull it together, if she, you know, would have had our one-on-one you know, -on -one meeting and would have been, you know, general like, hey, good morning. How's it going? I would have unraveled <laughs> like it would have just been like, oh, God. So meeting was canceled. I cried. I cried a lot. Then I cried some more with my therapist the next day. And I realized, oh, this is burnout this is burnout. Oh, <laughs> now, has anyone ever watched The Real Housewives of New York? Please tell me there are some Housewives fans in the house. One of my favorite characters is Bethany Frankel. She's a big time businesswoman running her empire. And I used to watch the episodes a lot of the times people would be like, oh my God, she's so dramatic. She's always crying. Like the smallest things, you know, she just gets so emotional. And I used to think like, damn, she does cry a lot. But now I'm like, it's because she's fucking doing a lot. This chick is burnt out. <laughs> she's not being dramatic. That's burnout. And I get get it. I finally get it. Everyone experiences burnout differently. I so happen to be experiencing it as emotional outbursts or that is just kind of given the intensity, the intense level of it recently where the smallest things will just set you off because you can't handle anything else. There's so much on your plate that one more thing, one little thing is just too much. And I think in January, with that second huge outburst, I realized I can't continue like this. I can't. This isn't good for me. This sucks. <laughs> Once I had canceled the wedding, it was one of the first feelings of relief. A breath of fresh air like a release. I dropped something off of my list. A load was taken off that I didn't need nor want to do at this point. And then the rest of the floodgates opened, but it needed to happen. I needed to restructure how I'm doing things, reprioritize all that I was doing to make it make sense for my own balance. I don't know how I was going to plan a wedding, let alone a COVID wedding with everything on my plates when I can't even find the time to paint my own damn nails. I don't know how I was going to do that. Not only restructuring, but making time for me and doing the things that make me happy is something I need to find the time for. I need to add me time in my schedule. Yes, we have to and want to get things done. But 
you can dictate your own timeline. Sometimes slow and steady not only wins the race, but allows for balance and happiness in between. Patience is a daily struggle, but important when wanting to make big picture things happen. Nobody knows what all I have planned but me. Something I have to remind myself of daily. I'm setting my own deadlines and I can restructure those deadlines to make them healthy deadlines for my mental health and my happiness. Is this my last burnout? Probably not. (laughs) But I have learned a lot and have become more self-aware when I find myself going down or heading towards overdrive. I remind myself that it's okay to take breaks. We're not stopping, never, but we are taking a break to recharge so that we can continue and reach our goals. We hear about self-care this, self-care that, and we each have that moment in our life that drives us to really take self-care seriously. Maybe you're like me and have to find out the hard way. Maybe te gusta la mala vida, (laughs) like me. We have to experience things. Oh, that Sagittarius rising. But hopefully you take something from that experience and do implement self-care into your routine. No, I am not perfect, but it is something I try to be mindful of because I know it will make me a better person, a better partner, a better businesswoman, and a friend. With that, cuidanse, because we only have one life And we want to live it to the fullest. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Work Mija podcast. Make sure to follow Work Mija on Instagram, Facebook, and on TikTok for some fun videos. Social media links will be down below in the description of this episode, along with the link to the workmija.com, W-E-R-K Mija.com website, so that you can pre-order the spring t-shirt collection. Make sure to stay tuned for another episode next week.